just kidding. Oh my god, can you imagine if I did an ASMR cast? Um, I think that would that would die very quickly. Um, but hello, welcome to another episode of Did Anyone Ask for This with Andy, a pop culture podcast. Um, this week I'm solo because I ran out of friends to do episodes with. Just kidding. I think I'm gonna do um an episode every five episodes i'm gonna do a solo episode i think that's like where my head is at right now that might change um but i think that's a good idea just like talk to you guys about you know my opinions because those are the only ones that matter just kidding um but yeah this week i wanted to talk about charlie xcx this is the charlie xcx episode there'll probably be way more but this one specifically will be about her most recent album, um, How I'm Feeling Now. It came out in May. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to talk about it because it's like a, it's like a piece of culture that happened recently that I wasn't able to cover when it happened because I didn't have this podcast. Um, and so I kind of wanted to, like, give a review of it, um, talk about how I feel about it, you know, months later after it's come out. And just, yeah, just give you guys like a track by track review about how, how I feel, how I'm feeling now, you know? Um, so if you're unaware of what this album is, this is a studio album by Charlie XCX. She um, released it during quarantine, during the pandemic. Um, and she announced it in April and she gave herself a month to record and write and she produced it with her friend, A.G. Cook, um, and B.J. Burden. And they recorded it over um, over the course of a month. They did everything. I think only, like, one song, maybe two songs were um, sort of, like, worked out before the pandemic. But for the most part, all of it was worked in that month. Um, it was also, like... It's also, like, one of her first, I think, like, fully solo albums. Um, she has she has always, like, really, like, loved collabs and, like, done collabs in the past. Um, this album, though, is, like, completely solo, just, like, her voice, which I think is a really nice, like, change. I, I loved hearing her voice, like, throughout the whole record um, and just, like, hearing what she had to say. I think this is definitely, like, one of her most personal records, um, although she said that, like, Charlie, her, like, self-titled album last year was her most personal, I definitely feel like this one definitely, definitely, like, she had more to say about her own personal life, about her own personal relationship, um, and I, I really enjoyed this album so much. I think all of the sounds are so different from what she's done before, um, and I just really appreciated, like, how it flowed too i feel like she's had trouble in the past like making albums flow perfectly and i feel like this album just really like sounded so good um from start to finish i think she was able to you know really do that i think when she works like under like a time pressured um like deadline like i think she like is able to not overthink things and just like make such a good record that is so pop but also so experimental so futuristic and i this album literally one of my most listened to albums already and it <laughs> just came out um but yeah we can go by the track list so the first song is pink diamond um if you haven't heard this album i definitely recommend listening to it um i'm just gonna get that straight out of the 
bucket, whatever the saying is. I don't think that's the saying. Um, but definitely listen to it and then maybe listen to this or vice versa. You know, whatever you want to do, do that. But okay, let's just get, let's just get into it. Um, so Pink Diamond, I think it's a very strong opener. Maybe not her best um, album opener, but I do love the lyrics. Her delivery is so good. Um, in the song, she's like, I just want to go real hard. And it's basically like about her longing for partying because she's been in quarantine um and it also talks about how she's like um how she's been partying in quarantine so she's like watch me shine for the boys in the cameras like I just want to go real hard um you know she's just like popping off about how she wants to go party how she's been partying while in isolation um and the song it's just like the instrumental is just like changing like constantly and so many like new sounds that I don't think we've really heard in the Charlie song before um and but it's just so like dark and so twisted and the title actually came from JLo so JLo's like I think it was like her um engagement ring was a pink diamond and that's where it came from so like a little a little small fact about that song um I really appreciate it I think it like starts off the album like a re- with a really strong statement um and, you know, it just, it just lets you know, like, what you're getting yourself into. Um, then it transitions into Forever, which was the lead single off of the album. It came out, like, a little bit after um, she announced that she was going to do this album. And it's a, it's a completely different, like, turn from Pink Diamond. It still has this, like, very, like, heavy instrumental, but it's such, like, a romantic song. Um but it's still very sad at the same time. She has like this vocoder effect on her voice. Um, and it's just so beautiful, I think. I, I love her voice so much. Um, and with this effect on it, I really appreciate it more. I think it just goes so well. Um, and I think this is like, I, I, I love this as a lead single. Like it was just so unexpected, I thought. And the lyrics are just so good. Like it has a very like catchy chorus, like, I will always love you, you know, like, it's so simple, but it's so effective, I think, um, and I think it's just very relatable, like, the bridge, too, so well done, like, the way it's, like, chopped and, like, produced, I think it takes the song to, like, such a next level, and if you watch it with the music video, I mean, if you listen to it with the music video, um, the way the video is edited with it, uh, it's just so good, like, the video editor, he really popped off, like, it makes, it makes so much sense, I think, um so that is one of my favorites i i really appreciate that song um and then uh the album you know takes another turn still romantic still very like lovey-dovey but it's so much more party-esque um the song it it just makes you like want to blast it like i just think it's such a party song um it's so like very like high school like puppy love almost because she's just like I like I like I like I like I like everything about you and I don't know I feel like that's what you think like when you're not 17 you know um or I guess when you are 17 um but the way she like repeats it I feel like it's very like robotic too it almost sounds like a robot's like dysfunctioning and is like repeating it like I like I like like I just really appreciate it and the verses, uh, the verses in this song, absolutely insane. Um, the way, like, if you read the lyrics without listening to the song, it, it almost, like, 
sounds like it wouldn't work, you know? But the way she delivers it and added with the production, I just think it's so brilliant and so catchy. Um, I really appreciate the verses. And I don't know how she did it, but she did it. And it sounds so good. Um, the bridge is good. And then it like goes into the outro and we get like this like beautifully like euphoric instrumental. It's like very reminiscent of like Unlock It um, by her, I think. Um, it's just like really like beautiful like synths. Um, and then it all just like leads up to like this like horrifying, like futuristic, robotic, like car crash <laughs> breakdown. Um, but I think it just like ties it all together so well. Um, and I, I just really appreciate it. Um, then we go on to what I think is like, to me, when I heard this album, I was like, okay, this is like, this song would be on the radio. Like this is a song that she made for the radio. It's a very personal song, like very true to like her own story and her own relationship. Like it could be relatable, but like it's, called seven years so like it's about her seven year relationship with her um lover with her boyfriend and um yeah I can I can say that it's not my favorite but I do really appreciate it um I think it fits really well into the album and we see like a resurgence of like the vocoder effect in her voice uh I just think like the lyrics are really good like the melodies are really good in the song um how the verses flow it just flows like really nicely I think um and even though it is like the most top 40 pop song on the album I think the instrumental is still very like complex and like true to like Charlie and you know what she does as like this futuristic pop star so I I really appreciate the song um and then we get into detonate um this one has actually, like, been one of my favorites recently. I've been, like, putting this one on a lot. It didn't click with me when I first heard the album. Like, I liked it, but it, it wasn't the one that I kept going back to. Um, but the album, after seven years, it kind of just, like, picks up with Detonate. It's called Detonate. I don't know if I mentioned that. But um, it picks up into this, like, into this instrumental that's just so quick and, like, fast-paced. And it's, like, like it's so like choppy um but it's just so addicting like I think this song is so addicting and it's so catchy um and I think her vocals are really good in this song too I think um it's just this song is just very like relatable it's very well done um the lyrics are basically just about how she's going to like blow up like detonate um and tell her lover like all of her emotions and feelings um and like there's this lyric where she's like I don't trust myself at all why should you trust me and I just think like just like the melodies like that in the song are just so well done um and it's just so so catchy I I love this song so much um then it like goes into like this outro that's just like very chopped up but like produced so well and it pulls the whole song together with like these like added synths and like drums and yeah I'm just like very obsessed with the song right now and I think it's very good um and then we move on to Enemy um this is another one that sounds very personal it's like her own story 
um there's like an interlude where she talks and it's like a it's like a snippet from one of her like therapy sessions but the song as a whole is basically just about like how she's revealed so much about herself um and how she's become like so like intimate with her lover how she's become so like vulnerable with her lover that like they might be the enemy because like let's say one day like they break up her lover now knows so much about her that it could like destroy her you know um so yeah it's like making her question like if her being vulnerable was a good idea because now she has like this close person that could possibly be her enemy um i think this is another one this is like i think this was the third single and i think this is another song that i could see on the radio you know if the radio gave charlie a chance um i think it's very catchy um and it's very inspired you could tell by like the 80s sound with like the synths but i think it takes like a whole new like twist to it it's not like any other like 80s inspired song i think the synths kind of just like add to it um and when i first heard the synths in this song i literally like died like they're just so good so beautiful and the song is just so like i think it's one of the most emotional on the album um and yeah, it's amazing. Um, one of my favorites from the beginning. And then we move on to, sorry, Enemy was the fourth single. There were so many singles in this era already. But I finally understand was the third single, was the third song to come out before the album came out. Um, and I will admit that I did not care for I Finally Understand when it came out. Um, but when I heard the album as a whole, I, like, understood why it's in the album. Like, it makes sense, and, like, it fits well into the project. Because before we had, like, Seven Years, Detonate, Enemy, and it was all very, like, emotional. And then, like, finally, I finally understand it's an emotional song, too, but it picks up. Like, it picks it back up with, like, the drums and, like, the synths. And it it fits in the album. I think it's, I think it's it's very well um it's probably my least favorite still but i i do appreciate it i don't think it's a skip i think it's it definitely works um i think the melodies are really cool um the sounds are like very different from anything else that's on the album but yeah not my favorite um and then we move on to c 2.0 which is basically Click 2.0. So Click was a song on her last album, Charlie, uh, which was released in September 2019. Um, And so this song basically picks up from when Click left off. If you haven't heard Click, it's like an insane rap slash pop song. Um, So good. Um, And I know a lot of people don't like Click 2.0. I mean, a lot of people don't even like Click, but Click 2.0, they just don't see the point in it. But I I, I actually really like Click 2.0. I think it makes so much sense in the album because, like, thinking back, like, before the pandemic, one of, like, the last great moments that I had was going to see Charlie was, like, the Charlie album. And so, like, this song in particular makes me very nostalgic for last year for like fall 2019 um and getting to see her live you know so i really appreciate it um 
and I know why she did it. Like, it just makes so much sense. Like, it gave it a new twist. Um, and so basically the song is like, well, like, in the original song, she's talking about how she's so next level with her clique, right? Like, she's like, her and her clique are like those bitches, you know? So pre choir you know, we were doing so well with our clique. And now that we're in quarantine, you know, we're, we don't get to party. We don't get to hang with our clique. Um, and so Click 2.0, that's basically what it's about. She adds, like, another verse where she talks about how she misses her friends. Um, she has, like, this line where she's like, my click runs through my mind like a rainbow. Um, and there's, like, this melody where she's like, I miss them every night. I miss them by my side. And it's just so true. Like, it's so, like, heartbreakingly true and so beautiful. Um, and it's definitely, like, you know, a nod to time pre-quarantine but I really appreciate it um and yeah I'm just I'm just very obsessed with the the last verse and how it like encapsulates like all of our feelings is that a word encapsulates um yeah how it just like shows like all of our feelings how we're all feeling during this time and I I really appreciate it um and then we go on to what I think uh, I think this is my favorite song on the album. I, it's between this one and another one. I, honestly, this album is very hard to rank. I always, like, pick a different favorite, but I think this one definitely, like, is consistently up there. Um, I think it's one of her best. I think it's one of her best written songs. Um, so the, the song Party For You, right? It was written, this song Party For You, it was written, like, years before quarantine even happened, but she decided to, like, rework it and put it on the album, uh, re-record it. I think she re-recorded it. Um, and even though the original lyrics could have just been about how she threw a party for her ex um, and they didn't show up, I think it relates so much more now to the fact that, like, she's throwing parties, but, like, nobody is showing up because everyone's in choir. Um and so, yeah, I think that's just so smart that she decided to put it on the album because it makes so much sense, like, with the times that we're in. Um, I mean, like, the opening synths alone, the song is, like, five minutes long, but it literally does not feel like it, I think. It is constantly changing, constantly, you know, growing, I feel like. It's just, it just makes so much sense for it to be five minutes long. I really can't imagine it any shorter. Um <laughs> But it starts off with like, these opening synths. They're just, like, so euphoric, so beautiful. Um, and, like, her delivery, like, in the chorus, her delivery, like, in the first verse. Like, the melodies in the song are just some of her best, I think. Um, like, I only do this party for you. Like, I just think that's so iconic, so good. Um, and I think the first, yeah, the first verse, I think she delivers it so well. The second verse, she, like, pops off. She, like, does, like, this, like, rap thing. And then she, like, slows it down with, like, if you saw my tears, would you touch me? Like, so good. Like, if you haven't listened to the song, I really um, cannot recommend it more. Um, and then there's, like, a break where she just repeatedly, <laughs> like, says, party on you. Um, I just think it's great. Um, the bridge, I think, is one of the best song parts parts on the song i think that about all of the parts but this one really hits um so ag cook actually came up with the melody 
where she's like, all I'm thinking, all I know is, and Charlie fills it with like these gorgeous lyrics that I think fit the song so well um, and end it on such like a great, well, like heartbreaking, but like great note. Um, she says like, I wish you'd get here, kiss my face, and so you're somewhere far away. Um, yeah, I just think it's so good. Um, and it ends with like crowd cheers because like it's what she misses the most, I guess. Um, I guess, I guess. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, I could talk about the song forever, I feel like, but we should probably move on to the next song. Um, so the next song is called Anthems. I think it, <laughs> I think the song was my favorite when it came out. When I first heard like the snippet of it, I was absolutely obsessed. I was like, I need the studio version right now. Um, and so yeah, like after Party For You, it picks up into like this absolute like banger. Like this song literally makes me want to party so much. Um, makes me want to like drive like, you know, a hundred miles per hour on the highway. It's just so good. It's so fast-paced. So amazing. The song, like, makes you want to party, but it's basically about how nobody can party at the moment because we're all in quarantine. So, like, she starts off with... um, The first verse, she starts off with, like, I'm so bored. And then she just, like, talks about all the things she's been doing in quarantine and how, like, mundane they are. Um, But the chorus hits, and she's like, I want anthems. I want my friends. I want New York. Um, she's basically singing about like how she longs and like yearns for partying, how she just like wants to get fucked up, but she can't, you know, like she's just waking up late and eating cereal. She's like watching a TV show. Um, it's just like this weird, like irony thing because like the song is like the perfect song to like party with your friends to, but she can't party because she's in quarantine. I guess we're all in quarantine, right? But um yeah and then it ends with finally when it's over we might be even closer and I just think you know so true I don't know like I am in love with the song so much it definitely like encapsulates I keep on saying that word I'm not even sure if it's a word I think it is but it is definitely how I feel how a lot of people are feeling um so relatable I think it's like one of the most quarantine songs there is I really don't know a song that's more quarantine than this um so specifically about the choir you know and then we end up on the last song on the album such a short album but i think it works um so the closer to the album is called visions this song i when i was like listening to the album before doing this um i just couldn't find the words to describe this song like it's so strange like for the first minute or so it's very like it's like it's not calming but it's nothing like what ends up happening um like it builds up to like you think it's gonna be like this amazing drop and then it just like calms back down and leaves you like on this weird edge um until like another verse comes on and then like builds back up to the chorus where it starts to build again and then, like, instead of leading you on edge, it just goes into, like, this, like, hard rave techno pop anthem drop. I don't know. Like, it's just so insane. Um, definitely another party banger. Um, 
the lyrics to this one are basically just about how she's like dreaming how she's like seeing like pictures in her head about her and her lover but like after the drop or like the drop kind of never really ends it kind of just like fades out it like calms down and it gets very like sinister and very like traumatizing almost um i mean not super like traumatizing but it definitely reminds me of um like a like a horror movie like it's, it has like this like weird like sounding alarm to it um but it but it like ends the album with this alarm with like this very like sinister alarm and it's very like unsettling and you're like what like you're like huh but it kind of makes sense because like it just it just goes on to like where we are now like nothing is certain you know um and so I think it's a really good closer I think it makes sense because you know after this album like what's next we actually don't know um and so yeah that's the end of the album I really love this album so much I think it's one of her best I think it might be her second or third best um and I feel like she really did that and the fact that she did it all in a month is literally insane to me I cannot get things done at all um so the fact that she was able to do this put herself like on a deadline and actually get it done like that is insane to me um so yeah I really appreciate her for that I like got the book in the mail she like made a book about the process um so I got that I got like a print too um this era has honestly been so fun and has definitely made like quarantine better for me (laughs) sounds so lame to say but it's true um and yeah I really appreciate that she put so much hard work into this album because it is so good and I feel like you know in 10 years when they're teaching you know choir 2020 um (laughs) I mean I hope one of the things that they talk about is this album because it makes so much sense like it just like talks so much about how everyone was feeling in choir um definitely deserves more recognition than it has um and i wish i i I really wish it it deserved all of its things but yeah those are my thoughts on how i'm feeling now um i probably have so much more to say and i'm just not saying it but if you ever want to talk about this album with me i'm so down um because it's revolutionary i think um And I guess the last thing I'll say, like, about this era, um, so since everybody's, like, in quarantine, there's been so many, like, Zoom parties and, like, Zoom DJ sets, etc. Um, (laughs) and honestly, for the most part, it's been so fun. Like, I think it's really, it's really nice how, like, these listening parties have been, have become so, um, worldwide, I guess, and they're not just, like, exclusively for you know cities with big populations but um recently charlie did like this boiler room performance um and it's like an exclusive thing like you had to you had to pay like five dollars but like i went to charity which is nice um but (laughs) there was like an exclusive shirt for this performance specifically 
And um, <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I need it. Like, it's the prettiest shirt this era. Like, I'm going to get it. It's going to be like a nice little memory, a nice little mem. How fun. And when I got, well, when I, when the performance started, um, or before the performance started, they opened the store so that you can buy the shirt. And so I was like, okay, let me do it. I'm going to put my card information in. It's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Um, I'm going to have a good time, you know, putting in my card details. I trust this website with my life. Um, <laughs> so I did it. And then, like, later on, this, like, image or, like, this t- these, like, tweets, like, circulate that they're like security risk like don't buy the t-shirt um like people's information people's card information people's addresses all this information is popping up on other people's screens do not buy the shirt you will get dogs and i'm like (laughs) but i already did it um and you know it was a learning experience for me but I really thought that it would be okay. I thought, you know, I could trust people. I could trust the sites. Um, thankfully, I am okay. Um, I was checking my account constantly, hoping that nothing went through and nothing did. So that is great. I think um, if somebody saw my car details and they, like, didn't do anything with it, I just want to say thank you. Um <laughs> I feel like if it was, like, anybody else, like, they would have done it. But, you know, I really appreciate that nobody doxed me. That's really nice. Um, And I think the situation is fixed now. But I just thought that was something I should share. Because I thought, I thought, at the time, I was, like, I thought it was funny. I thought, you know, something is probably going to happen, but I can get it fixed. Um, Just like another like little inconvenience in this core. Um, But yeah, that happened. Um, So I'm going to take a quick break. And when we, when I come back, I am solo. When I come back, um, I am going to talk about Canada's Drag Race and how I'm feeling now about Canada's Drag Race. Um, So yeah, I'll catch you after the break. Okay, we're back. Wow. I mean, I honestly don't even know how I did my first solo episode um, by myself. I mean, yeah, that's what solo means. But like when I'm with another guest, I'm like able to breathe and like (laughs) drink water. but when I'm, like, here doing this by myself, I have to, like, constantly keep talking. I honestly don't know how people do it. I think um, maybe I just talk really fast. I don't know if anybody even heard what I was saying um, talking about that album. But I'm back. Um, hydrated. So I just wanted to, like, talk about Canada's Drag Race because I feel like not a lot of people are talking about it. Um, Myself included. I haven't really, like, tweeted about it or anything, but I have been watching every week. And I'm sorry I burped. Um, (laughs) I think this season, this 
spinoff of Drag Race. It's so good. I really have been enjoying it so much. It's so entertaining. Um, I honestly love all of the queens, and that's, like, really rare. Not that I hate any of, like, not that I hate any queen, right? But um, I guess, like, the dynamic between all of them, they all just, like, give such a good energy. They're all, like, someone that you kind of want to, like, root for. Um, And I just really, like, like the show. I I know a lot of people have, like, issues with, like, the judging, and, like, I hear you. Um, But I think, yeah... I, I know I definitely hear you. Like, if it was not for the queens, like, I would not be watching. I do like Brooklyn. Um, I do like Stacey. Jeffrey, I think everyone has problems with. I think I have problems with the format as well because I don't really like how there's, like, a guest host and then they're the ones that are, like, in RuPaul's place. Um, I just think that, like, takes me out of it. And I don't like that I wish like they would just give Brooklyn her things and just like let her do it um because I don't I I just can't take like the guest host seriously and it makes the show seem so much less serious than it is and maybe that's why the queens are having such a good time too because they don't feel so much pressure from like the judges um but I really enjoy all of the queens um mild spoilers I guess I should probably say that um, I really like Priyanka as of right now. I am rooting for her. I think Priyanka is the moment. I think she's, like, one of my favorite, like, narrators that I've seen on the show out of all the seasons. Like, I just think she's so likable, so nice. Um, and she's, like, very, like, goofy, but, like, whenever she's, like, on the runway, she's, like, doing it, you know? And, like, even though I hated to see her, like, in the bottom two, I loved her lip syncs, like, so much. Like, some of my, those are, like, those two lip syncs are some of my favorite lip syncs I've seen um, in recent memory, I guess. Um, But, like, the Celine Dion lip sync, so good. Um, And then the Ali X, I, I will say that, like, whenever queens, like, bring, like, a comedy to the lip syncs, it's never, like, my favorite thing. It doesn't, like, bother me too much, but I definitely, like, it's not my favorite. You know, like, I'm not, like, ha, 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 I think that's so funny. But (laughs) I don't know. I feel like with the Ali X song, it needed that, you know? Um, And so I really appreciated, I really appreciated, like, that she added that like, humor element to it, because I feel like I would have been so bored, like, with that song by itself. Um, And, yeah, and I know that she probably won't win because she's been in the bottom twice now, but I really hope that means that she'll be, like, on All Stars eventually, because that just means I'd get to see her more, which I would love to see. Um, I've just been so obsessed with her. I also really liked Lemon, And I was so sad to see Lemon go. I really saw Lemon go, like, to at least top three. And I usually don't really care for queens like Lemon. Like, I'm not... (laughs) Like, like I said, I don't hate on any of the queens. Um, But I never really, like, root for a Lemon, you know? But I really, like, did root for her. I thought she was so talented and so good at what she did. Um, And, yeah, just like Priyanka, I I really hope that I get to see her on All Stars because I feel like she'd do so well on All Stars. also, of course, everybody stands Jimbo. I think Jimbo is the moment. Um, 
there's something about Jimbo that's just so like endearing and like he's just so good and so like watchable like you like there's just something about her that you're just like constantly like so wowed by you know um so I really do appreciate Jimbo and if you have not watched the season which I guess I should have said this before I said the spoiler part but (laughs) if you haven't watched the season and like you don't mind like mild spoilers I would say definitely like go on YouTube look up um the not sorry about it like girl rap performance on Canada's Drag Race watch that and literally I think my that's like my favorite song rap performance that's been on Drag Race in so long like I you don't understand I have been constantly going back to it because I think it's so entertaining um like the ones on season 12 like I, I could literally care less for I'm not gonna lie um, the ones in All Stars Five, I think the the I'm in Love one was cute, but I would skip to like only my favorite verses. No, I'm not, or what was it? Not sorry about it. That performance so good, and all I think all of the verses were so good. It was really like shocking to me to like see how good they were at rapping because it was probably like some of their first times like ever rapping. Um, but I loved all of like the all of the rap all of the rap verses they were so good and a lot of them didn't even know the choreo but i think that's fine like i thought that was fine i think if anything it like added to like the entertainment value of it um it's just so good so if you need something to like make you want to watch the show um definitely watch that and then you'll be intrigued enough to actually turn it on and if you need to find a way to watch it let me know um just message me and i will help you out um and so yeah those are my thoughts on canada's drag race i hope more people watch it before the finale because um i really liked it and so that concludes the episode uh before i go i just wanted to say my song of the week uh, my song of the week this week is Empty by Janet Jackson. Um, the song is on her album Velvet Rope and it's so good. It's so timeless, so beautiful. The production is so complex, so amazing. Um, the song is basically about how she's like followed, like she's fallen in love over the internet and it's like so different for her she like questions if it's like valid um but she just like feels empty like she it just doesn't fulfill her as much as you know falling in love in real life does um and so yeah it just like mentions a bunch of stuff about the internet um she's like rushing home to turn you on um sometimes you're there sometimes you're gone I just really like this song. I think it's so good, so ahead of its time, and I appreciate it so much, so I wanted to shout it out as my song of the week. And that was the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, um, and I will see you next week. Bye!